Mm. Oh, yeah. It's drink time. Drink orders. Oh, well, then I'll make up for it. I would love one, too. Cherry White Claw, the official beverage of Stab I'll Comedy. Take, can I have mine in four months? <laughs> four, what? Then you'll be old enough to drink White Claw. You'll be, what, 15? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Hey, Stab! Hey, everybody! Hey! Fire! It's me again, talking first. That's abnormal. Uh, hi, Jesse Jones, guest hosting again. John is globe trotting, because you know how John do. Uh, with us tonight, Jason B. Yes. Benton Harshaw. Oh <laughs> yeah. And JoJo Lewis. I'm not sure if that was for Benton or JoJo. It's probably true either way. I'm Jesse Jones, and those guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show. That's presumptuous of me. Nobody listens to this show. Some people do. I'm going to sob for a little bit. All this work that I've... Seven years, guys. It's almost seven <laughs> years. Well, have you have you loaded up the the cricket sound effect? Or just <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have you could have been a senator, Jesse. <laughs> Sure, Senator Je- <laughs> Senator Jesse Jones. I could see it. That's pretty yeah. cool. That does yeah. have a ring to it, but we do it for the listener. We do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got one or two here and there. <laughs> Drown our sorrows in white claw. In the Black official cherry. drink of the stab the theater and the podcast. Black yep. cherry white claw. Yeah. One of these days we're gonna get a goddamn sponsorship. I swear to God. Don't don't worry, Benton. Very soon you'll get to shut up. Enjoy <laughs> <this>. <laughs> White Claw. I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> you'll probably sell that slogan to them before we get a sponsorship <laughs> from. <laughs> I'm so I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> oh, it's gonna taste so mediocre in four months, Benton. It's just gonna yeah. I like the mango ones. Do you? <laughs> or what I think they would taste. Yeah. <laughs> in theory, in theory, the mango ones sound the most delicious to Benton Harshaw. And don't forget, they're even better when he fucks. <laughs> Area code nine eight one two. Ah, so yeah, it's the show. Hey guys, um, let's meet the people. They've been on the show enough, you know them. But this is part of the routine, so I won't question it. Uh, Jason, welcome. Hey. Hey there. I made the door. You did? Well, I mean, you assembled the frame. That's yeah. true. The door we got from another Don't nickel and dime the man. <laughs> he made the door. <laughs> That's true. I can I can unmake the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Thank you for making the door, dude. <laughs> I don't want to try and put that back in there, so thank you. We got you your wrench back from our nightmare couple weeks of uh, plumbing. Oh, yeah. We just got that back tonight. Times. Yeah. I did not wipe it down. I have bought another one since then. I took it back. Oh, sh- be polite. Okay. 
Well, we'll just hang that up somewhere. <laughs> this was Jason B's ranch. He made the door with this. <laughs> Don't know how that's possible. With <laughs> 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 just a wrench. Benton, welcome. Howdy. Hi there. How are you? Good. I want a white claw. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> you really don't. And the thing is, when you get to 21, the white claw fad will have already played out. So we'll be on to whatever the next fake Zima beverage is. And I think it'll last. I do too, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> You're cute. I, I, I think it'll last. They had a, the Bud Light seltzer's been out for a decent amount. And Post true. Malone's behind it, but White Claw's still going strong. <laughs> There's not even a lot of shit behind Post Malone. What you? I don't know. <laughs> Except for the Dybbuk. They're propping The what? Up. The Dybbuk? Yeah, he touched the Dybbuk box, and now he's cursed. Am I the only one who knows this? I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck is a Look Dybbuk? Up, you've never watched Zach Baggins and The Haunted America, and he's got his music. You know we haven't, even, we haven't gotten to the prompts yet, JoJo. <laughs> Your this reference is, gets just less and less knowable the more you explain it. Nobody <laughs> God damn it. You know what? Never mind. I'm just going to go back to enjoying my White Claw. White Claw, the official drink of ghosts. It's so good. It's so good, Benton. <laughs> it will change your fucking life. <laughs> you think you fuck now, Benton. <laughs> Wait until you get that 5% sparkling water up in them guts. <laughs> It's a game changer. Jojo, welcome. Hi. Hi there. How's it going? Not too bad. Cool. You've been busy with having fun online? I have. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have a show called Jojo Has Fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice, it's a funny bit <laughs> that we do. I don't know. I just, I'm working on my segues. Just thought I'd actually give someone a, a time to promote the thing that Sh they do. Sure. Yes. But I think there's already a lot of crossover with Stab, with my show. Is there? No. I don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I mean to watch it. <laughs> but to be fair, the only podcast I've ever listened to is mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the truth. Segment one, reorganization. Uh, please have taken the following acronyms. Reimagine it. You three. You three knuckle knobs. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, I don't know what's going on. Um, reimagine this acronym, who or what might it now represent? In honor of the first Friday of February being Working Naked Day and the week before Valentine's Day uh, representing Dump Your Significant Jerk Week, today's acronym is HJ. I say that so much in my day-to-day -day life. <laughs> you actually use HD? Yeah, all the time. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> I don't know the last time I'd actually said HJ. Man, I'd really be willing to give someone an HJ for a white claw. <laughs> <laughs> that is a slippery slope. Gross. <laughs> and it's a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys wanted to use it in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me saying it. Using, saying. It <laughs> <laughs> using it in a sentence is not part of this prompt. Thank you. Uh, Jason, what does HJ mean to you now? A good old HJ. <laughs> what safer way to avoid commitment and do some anonymous naked stuff? Ditch that loser and get you a HJ. 
Nothing lets off a little steam like humping junkies. (laughs) (laughs) No commitment, no feelings, just you and a pile of communicable diseases and open source to gyrate your fleshy goods on. Just think of how jealous fucking Tiffany will be when she finds out you've been getting HJs while she's at work. That's what what she gets. Now there are sores. (laughs) <laughs> Jason B. <laughs> really going pretty literal with the age, the, the two suggestions. Uh, <laughs> fuck Tiffany. Uh, Benton, you dry motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Benton. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you started this recurring bit. We've got four and a half more prompts that you're going to be reliving it. What does HJ mean to you? Okay. Uh, since since you're not on the panel, I'm going to do the silly voices for oh, the night. Oh, good, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> my name's Randy. <laughs> I'm a carpenter, plumber, and electrician. I'm a handyman. I do hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> My daddy always said it's important to give good hand jobs. (laughs) It was his business model, which he whispered to my mom a lot. (laughs) That's why I run Randy's Hand Jobs, a business where I use my hands for everyday tasks. For some reason, people don't like me. I've I've done everything. I've made signs, a website, and billboards. Oh, so many billboards. It's a picture of my face, waving hands spread real wide, of course. And my slogan, Handy Randy, been given handjobs since 1982. It has my number and info, saying I'm down for many different kinds of handjobs. People sometimes call me and ask, there are different kinds? And I'm like, of course, silly. Electric ones are my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Then they ask a lot of other questions that seem off topic. Uh, (laughs) For some reason, a lot of Christian people seem to not like it. When I told them I was also a Christian, they left their church and forsook their God. Business has been kind of slow, but I have a few dedicated customers. There's a guy named Dave who hired me to come to his apartment. He never had me fix anything. He just stands there and says, I'm waiting. (laughs) 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 He's done that to me for about, about three times now, and he says he likes how I do edging, but I've never once trimmed his hedges. I like my customers. A guy who has a big coat and a feather in his hat always asks if I need protection. (laughs) And I'm always like, I already have gloves, silly, but thanks for asking. Uh, HJ stands for hacky jokes. Uh, Like the entire bit I just did. That's all right. Way to take the knees out out from under the bit that people were enjoying. (laughs) When I wrote it, I was like, you, never mind. (laughs) Benton Harshaw's HJ's. No, don't applaud for it. He hated it. (laughs) So you don't get to enjoy it retroactively. All the happiness he gave us was a lie. (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) You take that silly voice and shove it straight back. It stands stands for hand jobs, all right? (laughs) 
I guess to be fair, you didn't stray too far from the source material. No, I didn't. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> that's all right. That's all. That's my fault then. Yeah. I'm a bad host. <laughs> Jojo. Yeah. What? <laughs> What's your HJs? Well, can I can I just say that I took this prompt very personally. <laughs> I've done 30 episodes of this show. I know when I'm being set up with a T-ball. <laughs> well. Not fair. <laughs> so Sorry. HJ uh-huh. stands for happy job. Oh. It, you're never going to guess what it means. I have no idea. It's when Grimace, the lovable monster from McDonald's land, puts his felty fingerless arms around your <laughs> wingding <laughs> and slams that bad boy till you learn the secret of the special sauce, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's right. Creative. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't wasn't ready to <laughs> Jojo H that's that was it, yes? That was it. That was it. Alright, Jojo's H J. <laughs> wasn't wasn't expecting the brevity. Uh <laughs> So nobody wanted to stretch their legs on HJ? Nobody Think. It was two goddamn <laughs> letters. <laughs> oh, you want like a 19-letter acronym like John fucking gives? <laughs> Stepdad's here. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Redbox, and you're going to like. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the DVD, not at Blu-ray. That's 50 cents more. <laughs> All right, well, that's that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're doing something a little different with segment two. Uh, because the story wasn't uh, meaty enough to do nine haiku. Instead, it's the topical limerick challenge. Each of them has been asked to compose a limerick in regards to the following topical story. (laughs) Had to have just as racist a music bed for the limericks. So, uh, (laughs) oh yeah, it's going to keep playing. Uh, the story, grandparents plan to spend a lottery jackpot on new knees. It's too loud. All right, Fife and Pipe, get, get back there. Uh, Malcolm and Bev Dixon, a greater Manchester couple and grandparents of 13, won one million pounds on the national lottery and intend to buy Bev, a 50-year-old pub landlady, a new pair of knees with her winnings. This this win couldn't have come at a better time, said 43-year-old Mr. Dixon. Bev is in constant pain with her knees, so this will definitely be the first big spend. The win will enable us to afford to give Bev a totally new lease on life. The Dixons plan to move out of their rented house and buy their first house. Their grandparents and they're buying their first house. Let's gloss over that. Close to their three children and 13 grandchildren. Ms. Dixon, who runs the railway tavern in Lee, is hoping to take early retirement. So, and this will make sense if you know who I'm referencing. If not, he's a friend of the show. He's been on like 15 shows. Uh, Please read your limericks in the voice of friend of the show, Bill Wallace. (laughs) Is Bill Irish or is he Scottish? His name is William (laughs) Wallace. (laughs) So, So this is not only culturally insensitive, it's inaccurate. (laughs) <laughs> Which lines up for what this segment usually is. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> but it's also an entire segment built around one of my favorite Bill Wallace jokes. 
So hopefully everybody knows the voice. <laughs> uh, Jason, your topical limerick. Harness my Wallace. <laughs> there was uh, once a barmaid from Manchester whose knees were all broken and weathered. She won lots of cash and replaced her ass. Now her hobble has never looked better. <laughs> Thank you, Jason P. I don't do impressions. That's all right. <laughs> he knows his strengths. Yeah, that was perfectly acceptable. <laughs> Bitten. <laughs> Your Bill Wallace new knees limerick. Okay. <clears throat> All right. There once was an old couple from Manchester who won the national lottery with a small investiture. The, the, hus- the, the husband had always got what he pleased, so the missus unfortunately blew out her knees. Now she's giving him BJs on mechanical architecture. <laughs> That deserved more. Uh, <laughs> I'm in a mood. What can I say? Jojo. Uh-huh. Uh, let's finish this ill-conceived segment. <laughs> ill-conceived? <laughs> you know what? I tried to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's, oh. I just, uh, that's oh. my favorite thing. Okay. Hopefully Bill appreciates it when he doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jojo, you're limerick. Okay. There once was a woman named Dixon whose kneecaps needed a fixin', which is actually great because the cost to the state would be less if she'd just get her licks in. <laughs> That's what I got. Segment three. Aren't you glad I didn't ask for nine haiku on that last one? Uh, segment three. Location, location, location. <clears throat> We've driven away a third of the audience. That tracks. Uh, <laughs> congratulations uh, on the new businesses, everyone. Uh, you all now own the following businesses in the following locations or situations. I decided to add that. Uh, make us want to purchase your wares. Jason B., you run a gastro pub whose ingredients are all secretly pet foods. <laughs> Welcome to Taco Bell Cantina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to La Barque, <laughs> where a specially curated team of regional food artisans will create a personal dining experience that will be a treat for you and your guests. That's right, a treat. Do you want a treat? <laughs> then sit, stay, and swallow your pill. Come early and enjoy some of our delightful brunch options. We offer a wet mammal meat blend and a savory bone goop reduction. For, and for those keeping it light, a dried rice and meat berry cereal. <laughs> <laughs> These, of course, come with your choice of bacon strips or snossage. <laughs> Stick around, because happy hour begins right after brunch. We'll be offering half-price bits of a little something special from the people fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, we hid your pill in there. <laughs> Jason B. Gastropub. With secretly pet foods. Benton Harshaw. Mm. Um, sorry in advance uh, you're throwing a Mardi Gras party in the city of conservative Caucasia <laughs> <laughs> I had to look up that that wasn't a real place yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> alright 
Howdy, it's Randy again. (laughs) (laughs) I got kicked out of that last town for some reason. I relocated to the south and decided to start another business. My daddy taught me hand jobs and Mardi Gras. (laughs) He was a fun guy. Mardi Gras has become popular down here when people found out that it translates to Fat Tuesday. Uh, (laughs) Best part about Southern Mardi Gras? Both the men and women can flash for beads. (laughs) Honestly, we just flash back and forth over and over again. It's more like playing catch without shirts, actually. (laughs) The only... The only thing that I haven't gotten to catch on yet about Mardi Gras is the voodoo. These, <laughs> <laughs> these hard-working blue-collar Americans show, sure won't leave their pagan gods. <laughs> I have since renounced my faith since the last bit. <laughs> I praise many gods now, mainly the god, <laughs> mainly the god of the swamp. <laughs> the god of the swamp appreciates me. That's it. <laughs> Benton Harshaw. Mardi Gras party in Whitey Town. I love Randy. <laughs> He's a great person. <laughs> Jojo Lewis. Mm-hmm. You run a fruit a roadside fruit stand okay. in the world of the Mario Kart games. <laughs> <laughs> this one got away from me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the <laughs> I have to set the scene. So it's just imagine a desk with a phone on it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So um Hello? Yes, this is he. <laughs> oh, Mr. Lakitu, hey. Hey, yeah, I sent you the rent check last week. Did you get it? It bounced. No need to get out of sh- shape. I'm sure business is going to turn around after the next race. You know, it's the, it's the flower cup. That's really good for crowds. <laughs> yes, the stand is still on the track. <laughs> yes, it's still by the rainbow question blocks. <laughs> what do you mean you don't understand why? Do you know how many bananas <laughs> I sell here? No, they they don't pay me. They just crash into the cart. But I assume that they're going to pay me at the end of the the season. I mean, I well, I prefer calling it a long term investment. <laughs> well, that's a fair criticism, but I don't think the language is appropriate. This is a GameCube establishment. Yes, I will get you the rest of the rent tomorrow. I mean, all of the rent. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <sighs> Boop. Thanks, Mario Obama. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Joe Lewis. Roadside fruit stand. Mario Karkin. I'm going to assume other people got those references. (laughs) (laughs) Never actually played any Mario Kart game. I could tell by the way you worded the question. Yeah, I was was worried it would show. I was worried my ignorance would shine through. But that's all right. It worked. Uh, Segment four, movie makeup. I get to do one every once in a while. Uh, Please compose a synopsis based on the following movie titles. All titles are brought to us 
by my movie generator, the uh, SeventhSanctum.com's B movie titler. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't use random <laughs> word generator. Because I'm not a chump. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even even heckling when he's not here. That's a good boy. <laughs> is he off getting married again? Like probably. He? <laughs> he's gonna come back with another <laughs> wife and two more kids that are somehow three and five. He's right. Run- <laughs> he's running out of real estate on that tattoo of his with all the initials. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just keeps adding them to the the big black balloon, <laughs> so you can't actually yeah. see them. So no, they're there. No. Yeah, I thought it was a little old lady that lived in this shoe, not a middle-aged hipster. <laughs> <laughs> you know the beauty about this is John doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. Oh, that fucking guy. <laughs> Uh, hope you had fun in Chicago, John. You're never going to listen to this. Uh, so, movie makeups. SevenSanctum.com, B-movie titler. It's a B-movie title generator. And that's what I use. So, Jason B., your random... It was a random movie title. Uh, give us a synopsis for Beauty and Filth. You're looking at it. Uh, <laughs> Bethany had it all. <laughs> yeah. She was a world-class supermodel with the world at her fingertips and powerful men falling on their knees for her when a sudden head injury in a bird-watching accident <laughs> rendered her utterly terrified of hygiene and grooming. <laughs> when, with the world pressuring her to change, Bethany Glertz pushed back to break the mold <laughs> and create her own standards of beauty based around her natural, unwashed, and ungroomed form. Director and writer Screven Plope guides <laughs> Bethany through... <laughs> those aren't the... Uh, guides, guides Bethany through an inspirational tour de force that had, in, had us picking bits of teepee from our stank-wafting pubic hair for weeks. <laughs> Bethany shows us that in each of us is the hidden inner beauty of her own curled, crusted fingernails. <laughs> Join us this fall to experience the bold sights and smells of beauty and filth. <laughs> Jason B., beauty and filth. <clears throat> Jason B., who does not understand that this show banks heavily on funny names. <laughs> <laughs> and those were two of the funniest names. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how can you go wrong with Bethany Glert <laughs> and Stephen Screven? Scre- <laughs> yeah, Stephen. What the fuck am I doing? No, Screven. Screven Plope. <laughs> Screven Plope. Famous. That director. better be the name of the episode. Is Screven Plope? <laughs> I don't know. I think I like <laughs> Bethany Glert better. So. Uh, yeah, funny names. This is what the show's been banging on for seven long years. <laughs> Benton Harshaw, mm. your movie to synopsize. He was a teenage centaur. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, 
No, this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. From the people that brought you Teen Wolf and Secretariat comes. <laughs> <laughs> comes. He was a teenage centaur. <laughs> And then the trailer cuts, and it's to, to the kid. It's the centaur. Sure. He's like, what's up? I'm Land Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> Funny names. Yeah. My, my butt clenched. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what's up? I'm Land Biscuit. <laughs> I'm the only centaur at my school, and I don't fit in very well. <laughs> Last week, I got sent to the principal's office for kicking another teacher in the face. <laughs> to be fair, Miss LaFam Lefam knows not to stand behind me and give me a C. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I'm an outcast. My only friend is the janitor, but only because he has to follow me around and pick up my poops. <laughs> Things aren't so good at home either, and it's cutting to him and his regular human mom. And his human mom says, clean your room. And, she, and then he goes, stop telling me what to do. <laughs> and then she's like stop making that noise you don't even have a horse head you're just making that noise with your regular human mouth <laughs> god I never should have gotten drunk at the Kentucky Derby <laughs> ma you don't mean that nay nay <laughs> so yeah things aren't so good <laughs> the gym teacher at my school saw me running from my bullies my bullies mostly shoved me into a locker and say they're going to turn me into glue <laughs> <laughs> but the gym teacher said that I should go out for the track team and I did I never thought sports would be my thing so then it cuts to some kids running and they look behind them and there's a horse barreling towards them <laughs> and they're like ah! and it comes back to him and he's like I've been stalking this girl <laughs> I've been stalking <laughs> I've been stalking this girl I like and she <laughs> And she actually came up to me and started talking to me. And then it cuts to the girl talking to him. And she says, have you been hanging around my house? Uh, no. Then why are there giant shits all over my front yard? <laughs> my dad says he'll shoot you if he sees another one. <laughs> well, uh, 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 look how big my penis is. Uh, <laughs> so we're together now. Uh, <laughs> That's the end of Teenage Centaur. <laughs> nice. Benton Harshaw. <laughs> I, he was a Teenage Centaur. <laughs> Befferny Glurp and Land Biscuit. <laughs> Title of the show? Title of the show. <laughs> I don't want to follow that. <laughs> Jojo Lewis. Uh-huh. Just lobbing it up. You're going to take a swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> Your movie is The Damnation of Canada. Okay. Damnation of Canada. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, so the movie opens with a meteor there falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're in Alberta there, and a uh, plaited bearded fellow is about to chow down on some poutine. <laughs> and then we cut to like four weeks earlier, and we see a pair of Canadian FBI agents at Canadian <laughs> White House. <laughs> Just. Okay, before I go on, <laughs> pop quiz. What's the capital of Canada? Toronto? Ottawa. Ottawa. Oh, Good. Right. Yeah. That was actually like way more people than I thought. <laughs> I, I had to Google what is the capital of Canada and it like wouldn't give me the answer right away. <laughs> is it sad that like my answer just would have come from hockey knowledge? <laughs> Ottawa senators, so they're probably the... Ca I don't know. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, Canadian White House. Well, <laughs> and these these two agents of the Canadian FBI there are on the the heels of a lumberjack doomsday cult, and uh, they pass through lots of tree ferts and uh, Canadian stuff until they finally uh, they lose and the world ends. But y- you knew that was coming because we showed you at the start. So, <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Damnation to Canada. <laughs> Jojo Lewis. With a strong Canadian accent. (laughs) (laughs) Accents and funny names. Stab podcast for seven years. (laughs) That's what's propped us up for seven long years. Final segment. You're welcome. (laughs) 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 Segment five. Erotic letter to the editor. I like to trot this out every once in a while. It's fun. It's good times, guys. Uh... (laughs) Please compose an erotic letter to the editor of the following real publications. Jason B., your magazine. I was surprised when I found it myself. Um, (laughs) Your erotic letter to the editor of Garden and Gun Magazine. (laughs) Dear editor, (laughs) as a prepper, I'm a longtime reader and fan of your publication. (laughs) I loved your article on concealing a heavy piece comfortably in public. (laughs) I don't have one big enough that you'd notice in my pants, but based on your article, I'd love to shoot yours sometime. (laughs) I do stay fully loaded and ready to germinate at all times. (laughs) I know a lot of your readers probably say this, but I mean it. I'm ready for anything and feel a connection to what you do. I was hoping we could get together and oil each other's rifles and spread a little seed. (laughs) If that's all copacetic, we can head down to the garden with our guns out and do some real digging. (laughs) If you want, I can bring an extra holster for you. His name's Mike. (laughs) He he helped me through the spring season when I really needed some plowing done. Mm -hmm. I hope you'll accept my invitation. I've been really tearing up my land and having some backhoeing done. (laughs) And I could use your expertise. Looking forward to your response. Yours in shooting and seed, Jason. <laughs> Jason B. Gun and Garden. Garden and Gun, I'm sorry. First things first. Garden and Gun magazine. Uh, why do people still publish magazines? Benton Harshaw. <laughs> I guess you got to get the deepest niche you can find, and that's, that's why it still exists. Uh, I'm sorry. This is just commenting now. I... I no, it's yeah. No. Losing track of what I'm it's doing. My internal this is monologue. a great episode of Stab. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna take that at face value. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun because we're all drinking. Oh, <laughs> uh, it just makes it so much better. Oh, can we get another round? That's all right. <laughs> I forgot I run a business for a second. <laughs> I'm gonna die in a car accident. <laughs> You would be more alert and awake if you had a couple white claw, black cherry. <laughs> remember black che- remember white claw slogan, I'm driving. <laughs> That's called a callback. Benton Harshaw. <laughs> your magazine that you're writing your erotic erotic letter to. Oh, just slurring so much I got the white claw just the tipsy tongue. Benton <laughs> Give us your erotic letter to the editor. Of dirt wheels. <laughs> uh, alrighty, alrighty, here we go. 
Dear Dirt Wheels. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rant. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even written down. I just <laughs> do it in. I hear you're the longest running ATV magazine in the world. I bet's not. I bet that's not the only thing you're the longest in. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was crass of me. <laughs> I'm just a little nervous, I guess. I mean, I'm talking to the editor of the premier ATV magazine <laughs> of the world. You've helped edit stories about ATV culture and news for the past three decades, and I doubt I could last three minutes with you. <laughs> I'm so sorry, that was bad. <laughs> it's just, I've, I've never ridden an ATV before. <laughs> I've only ridden bicycles. <laughs> I'm a phony. <laughs> <laughs> One time I taped two bicycles together <laughs> just to feel what your life is like. <laughs> I just really like ATVs. <laughs> but my mom, <laughs> she worries. <laughs> they make me feel so powerful just looking at them. I have an ATV bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a pretty shit bed, but it looks cool. <laughs> In fact, I think it needs some maintenance. <laughs> Bow chicka wow wow. <laughs> Spelled out on the page. I would hope so. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was too much. Here's my home address. That's that's it. <laughs> Benton Harshaw. Letter to the editor of Dirt Wheels. And JoJo, mm -hmm. how about you finish this the fuck up? Sure. With your <laughs> erotic letter to the editor of Sky and Telescope magazine. Okay. <laughs> Dear Mrs. Editor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all weren't thinking that. You were thinking I was going to say Mr. That's, that's, yeah, that's misogyny. That's, you, you got it now. <laughs> Dear Mrs. Editor, I've read about the primal sexuality of discovery, but I never thought this would happen to me. There I was, looking up at the Kepler belt during the summer equinox, when bam, I saw it. A comet that almost made me come at <laughs> Had a hell of a tail, a big old head, and a, and a white hot center. Without even thinking, I whipped out my rock-hard Celestron Nexstar 6SE. <laughs> and got... <laughs> <laughs> That's an $800 telescope. <laughs> I got to work. First, I charted its curvy trajectory, mapping out its celestial body with my eyes before getting balls deep with my star maps to make sure no one that cl had claimed it. <laughs> Not that I gave a care. At that point, this ball of flame and ice and I are going to become one. Anyway, I just want to say I named the comet Sport Cherry. <laughs> After the deodorant I like. <laughs> that stab, guys. That went exactly like the previous 213. <laughs> so that stab, thanks for listening. Uh, one Fuck more John Ross. Yeah, that son Fuck of a... John Ross. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm not... <laughs> you... You quiet down. I am absolutely not running to John Ross's defense right now. <laughs> He's it's a long time coming. And the crowd is 
fight. The, the crowd and panel is turning on him rightfully. This is what he's deserved. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>